0: Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart
1: be light.
0: From well, merry Christmas out there. What's merry going Chris on, I Jimmy? Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, Pastor Chris, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. doing well. Just excited for this Christmas day,
1: Christmas episode, Christmas special, right? Christmas
0: special. Yeah, that's what we call uh, it. The Christmas right. special. Every Christmas is special, right? Oh, Mary, yeah, it's true. true. Excited to be on. This is going to be our fifth episode, right? Fifth right, episode.
1: Right. And it's
0: dropping on Christmas and Day. And it's so. dropping on Christmas Day, yeah. So as, if you're there, just finish opening up your presents and full from the big Christmas breakfast. You can sit back, relax with a nice coffee, hot chocolate, eggnog, and just enjoy our Christmas Day podcast. So we, we're happy that you're with us. We're happy that you're spending some time listening to what we have for you today and we just wanted just to make this episode a little casual and just enjoy the
1: day right yeah a little light yeah Yeah. not too much controversy maybe maybe a little controversy not too much controversy there's
0: always something going on in there yeah there's always something
1: (laughs) going on
0: right yeah man so how's your uh, christmas season been
1: it's been good. It's been good. I always enjoy to have family around. My sister came into town last week from Austin and we got to sit down with the whole family and, and just sit around and talk, have some coffee and uh you know, it's always good to have family that you hadn't seen in a while, especially some that come from far away.
0: Right, right. We had a good time at the church Christmas party last night. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. Got to know uh, a lot more about my church family than uh, right. than I had known before. So sitting around talking, there was a lot of joking going on. We found out who the best was. Yeah,
0: there's always a the best. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you
1: are. Yeah.
0: Little insight there. But yeah, it was a good time, man, eating and you know, staying up late. You also
1: played charades, which is something, you know, Hispanics don't usually do. Yeah. Man. So <laughs> it was a little bit strange, but it was actually pretty fun, man. So uh found that app on your on your iPad and we were able to use right. that to to play charades. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. Yeah, it was good, man. We had a good time,
0: you know, blessed and just it's just always a blessing to spend time with brothers and sisters. Have a good time and enjoy fellowship. So yeah, man. So you know, before we get into the topic of the day. Some yeah. of the stuff we wanted to talk about, man. We thought we'd kind of just share some
1: some insight on, on our Christmases, man. What was Christmas like for you growing up? Well, I don't think that we ever like did a Santa thing. Right. Growing up. Uh, Christmas was all around. Of course everybody everybody sees, you know, when Christmas is coming and as kids when you're growing up you always expect it. But I do remember in particular one particular Christmas where my mom wanted to make it a bigger deal. I'll never forget this. My dad decided, okay, let's do Christmas and so there was a tree there was so you didn't have a tree every year no we didn't we didn't really go all out like that it wasn't you know we grew up economically you know impoverished a little bit so there wasn't always there wasn't always the opportunity to get Christmas going but I do remember one particular year when it must have been a good year. My dad bought me and bo- me and my brother both these uh, banana seat bikes. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember we were we were. This was before we reached the age of I don't know eleven or twelve. I can't remember exactly what year it was, but they were both the same looking kind of bike. They were yellow bikes. They were banana. It was I think banana seat banana bikes because they were both yellow. And me and my brother and were y'all made
0: it lower a low rider bike.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, didn't do that. <laughs> we were just happy to have the the bikes, and, and it, it was it was a pretty good Christmas day. But most Christmases were just you know to get together and stuff like that. It wasn't right. like it wasn't like we went all out with a Christmas tree or anything like that. I think Christmas became more meaningful to me uh, as a father, right? And uh, seeing your girls, yeah, man. seeing my girls grow up, and and you know now I look at it now. I got a grandson, right? Uh, it's family. It's family time. Yeah. Was, so, was tamales in the mix when you were growing up? You know, there was. There was. And there's yeah. still tamales in yeah, the mix. It's got to be, Christmas man. Christmas
0: Yeah, Christmas is not Christmas in a Mexican <laughs> yeah. household without tamales, right? Yeah,
1: well, you know, that. that's a little joke that I used to hear all the time. So, yeah. why do why do uh, Mexicans make tamales at Christmas time? So, so they, they have, have something, something, unwrap. something yeah. to wrap, right? And that's funny, man.
0: But Yeah, Christmas is <laughs> always a big deal for us, man, growing up. One thing about my family, kind of like yours, man, we we were pretty improvers as well, but one thing about my dad is he made it a point to make, since we were so impoverished throughout the whole year, you know, I made it a point to at least at Christmas time we'd get at least something something nice, you know. And I actually, if it's funny, because that's kind of the way I treat my family too. You know, my boys are not, they don't have what every, every other boy has, you know, all, the, all the, the latest games and technology and toys. And we don't spend a lot of money on them throughout the year. So I make it a point to at least Christmas, you know, do what I can for them. Because I remember that's what my dad did. You know, I didn't have a lot throughout the year me and my brothers and sisters siblings we didn't have a lot throughout the year so my dad really sacrificed i really saw that he really sacrificed to make christmas special for us so
1: yeah, good. It was good it was it was fun man right. there's other ways i think we'll get into here in a minute that, that christmas has changed for me right in particular um especially after coming to christ and, and coming to know the lord uh so we'll talk about that here in a minute but um yeah, man. So you had some topics you wanted to talk about before
0: we got to that. <laughs> well, not not necessarily topics, man. I just wanted to hit you up with some, with some questions, man, and see. So let let me uh, ask this, man. Are you a big uh, Christmas movie guy? I wouldn't say big Christmas movie guy, but yeah.
1: I've seen some Christmas movies that I liked and right. enjoyed. And, and there's always, a, you know, my daughters. A, we we try to do some family movie nights once in a while. Mm-hmm. So we'll get together. They're older now, so we'll we'll try to get together and do a family movie night, but. We've done some Christmas movie themes especially as Christmas rolls around. Right. So I have some particular movies that I've had in my life that are you know that were big when it came to Christmas time.
0: So if you were to give me your top 3 Christmas movies. So let's do let's do Christmas movies, let's do Christmas songs, okay? All right. So give me your top 3 Christmas movies, start from the 3rd. Least to the greatest. Just do movies. Just do movies first, and I'll do movies, and we'll okay. do songs.
1: Yeah, as, as I'm thinking about it, I, you know, they... number three. I, number three, I would I would say Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> if, people, if people say <laughs> on well, Twitter, like, man, a, they they been getting on no fights. for that, right? But I consider it a Christmas movie just yes. because of the ho 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 on the guys on the guys' sweater is a,
0: So you consider any movie that's done around Christmas time a Christmas movie?
1: I don't know about that. They, there was there was a, a you know. It, just because it's done around Christmas time doesn't necessarily involve Christmas. But this was special because he was getting together with family, hadn't seen his kids true, in a while. He was, moving, he was coming from New York to L.A. There was a Christmas tie-in. Was, it wasn't just yeah, it, around the time. Yeah. Right, right. It can't just be that it's around Christmas time to make it a Christmas movie. There was actually a Christmas thing going on. There right. was a Christmas party. He was coming in to see his kids, to see his wife that he had been separated from. So there's a Christmas kind of theme to it a little bit. So Die okay. hard. Number two? Number two would be uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Okay.
0: Which is another one
1: that really doesn't have a lot of Christmas theme until the very end. True, but I, I, it's always been a Christmas tradition. We used to watch it every year. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, when it was in black and white. Now it's on uh, Amazon Prime. You can go check it out. That is
0: my dad's favorite movie. He He watches it. At least yeah. two or three times. I think I think my season. mom
1: loved it too and so it was one of those it was one of those things and my kids have, have seen it, you know, and it, it can it can be one of those just real feel good movies right. toward the end of it, right? right? Um and it's got some it's got some religious overtones to it that are, you know, some Molinism in that, in that, isn't it. <laughs> Some middle uh, knowledge, you know. For all you average listeners out there, he just threw Molinism out into the into the equation. We'll talk about that. Someday. Yeah, that's another we, subject.
0: Yeah. We don't have to get into that.
1: So number one, number one, um, a Christmas Carol, Christmas. and you know, there's another Christmas... Molinism. Well, yeah. you know, the reason I liked it so much, uh, this, uh, the one I liked the most, I suppose, is uh, the one that was done by. Um, with Jim Carrey in it, playing Ebenezer Scrooge. Right, that's good. Um, The animation one, Robert Zemeckis, I think, directed Disney, it. Disney one. Yeah, the Disney one. So that one I like because it was well done. But not just that. It struck me the most that uh, this character looked in within himself... After you know, the, you know, the three spirits would, would come to him, you know, in, right. in the night. Uh, but he, for me, really was introspective, and uh, there was a big change when he could see himself as he really was, which I think is the, the point of a Christmas carol is uh, you know, for Ebenezer Scrooge to look within himself to see how he's been his whole life, right. To uh, assess his life, yeah, to point. assess yeah. his life. It, it has something to do with what we need to do, right, as, as Christians, as to come to Christ. There has to be an introspection to see ourselves as we really are. Right. While it's not a full, a fully orbed message yeah. of of no, it's know, Christianity, it's just uh one of those things we need to be introspective when we come to Christ, and that's what I think a, a Christmas Carol accomplishes.
0: I, I like that. one. I like the uh, the George C. Scott one too, the older one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe it, I haven't, you know, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that. One yeah. thing no. uh, about the Christmas yeah, Carol that I really—I
0: was gonna put it on my top three, but I, I moved it for a reason. But yeah, it's not. It is. I think the original is in black and white, but I think we got the color version on DVD. I don't know. I think they made it in color later on. But yeah, that one's really good, man. Um, I like that whole era around that time. You know, it was a pretty. It seems like a pretty cool time. I'm just waiting for Charles Spurgeon to come out somewhere and just start preaching. You know, it was done in in, in yeah. London, right? It's
1: right. funny thing you bring up the black and white. I, I have friends that tell me, oh. I just love the black and white movies, man. And I was never like that, man. We got color for a reason, man. Technicolor right. showed up, man. Mm-hmm. Black and white went away from me. I so, remember, you don't watch, so you watch It's a Wonderful Life in Color, then? No. You know what? You it, like color, color mm-hmm. it color? No. Color messed it up. Color messed it up. I would say that, you know, when it comes to... If I had a choice between two movies that were done in different eras, I'm going to pick the color one. Right? Right. And I, I guess that's just me, man. But Well,
0: here's my, my top three movies, man. And number three... It's going to be a movie, I don't know if you've, you've seen it, called Nothing Like the Holidays. You've never seen, seen that it, movie?
1: never
0: seen it. It surrounds, now it's not the cleanest movie there is. <laughs> I mean, there's got some stuff in there, you know, but it's it's a real family movie. It's a, it's a Latino family, and I think Mexican-American, I think they're Puerto Ricans <laughs> or so forth. But it, it's got a lot of the same uh, familiar themes surrounding Christmas that a Mexican family goes through and stuff like that. And so it's just, it's really one of those feel-good movies, I guess, to me, being Hispanic. Uh, you know, just seeing a Hispanic family on TV having Christmas—it's it's really cool. So me and my wife like to watch it every year. It's got some urban tones in it too. I'm so have a to little, check it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Who's man. in it? Man, none of the stars that I that are really big that I know of are in it. Probably the biggest star that that'll be in it that I know of is is the father. Man, I think his last name is Molina or something. Do you remember that first Spider Man? Yeah. Uh, do you remember the. Who? Yeah,
1: who was yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, know, I know who you're talking about. Was it the first Spider Man or the no, second the, one? The, the, the Octa guy.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. who you're talking okay. about. Albert. Yeah. Albert Molina. Yeah, Molina. Yeah. So he's the dad on that. Okay. I guess another popular one. I, I don't even know this dude's name, man, but I, I love the guy. I call him Bachanga. You seen Carlito's Way?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you yeah. remember
0: Pachanga Carlos? He Carlitos? He, he's on there. Yeah. Yeah. you know his he's, real he's name? Funny. The actor's I, real
1: name? I don't or? know his real name, but he's a character actor, and he showed up in a lot. Yeah, he's a good actor, man. He's, he's yeah. pretty good. At, uh, I think uh, anybody that, that that sees Scar, oh, I've seen him in this, or I've seen him in that.
0: Oh, you know who's in there? Oh, yeah. Okay, the biggest star probably in there. I forgot he's in there. And actually, both of them, uh, him and his wife, uh, Leguzamo, John Leguzamo's in John there. Leguizamo. And his wife is, uh, what's her name, man? Deborah Messing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she's only non-Hispanic in there. She's his wife, and she's like a Jewish uh, wife and Jewish uh, female that comes into the family and just experiences everything. So it's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool dynamic. Ah, Check it out. Anyway, so number two would be um, Charlie Brown's Christmas. I love that, man. I can watch that like two or three times throughout the christmas season with my kids so it's funny man even if it's an adult man it's got something if you haven't checked it out in a long time yeah go check that out man it's, Is it, it's really isn't funny isn't that
1: the one where linus gives a yeah a bubble,
0: he gives a powerful gospel message up on stage was, yeah.
1: I, I, yeah i i i read some articles before how controversial that was that he would right. that he would actually give a gospel account yes. charles schultz when he when he did that it was a big deal at the time
0: right yeah I, and I don't even know if that could be considered a movie, more like a special. But that's kind of got to be in my top three, man. I, I love that. And then number one, you can find this kind of funny, but I love Elf. I can watch <laughs> Elf, man. I can watch that at least you know three or four times again throughout yeah. the Christmas season. It, it's hilarious, man. I'm not a big. We were talking about this the other day, though. You, Will Ferrell. Yeah, well, he, I'm not the biggest Will Ferrell fan, he's, but but he's, Elf, yeah. I like him in Elf, man. He's yeah. he's he's, a trip. he's
1: funny, and I you know I think of Will Ferrell, and I think of that Saturday Night Live skit where it was more Cowbell. That was just if you hadn't seen it, go just go YouTube more Cowbell, and it's right. it's just a funny little skit. But Will Ferrell had to be the funniest guy in that skit, and I think Will Ferrell was a, a funny guy. It's just that i have seen him in some things that I just didn't care for. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, you know, um, there's a couple of things, that, a couple movies that I've turned off. Because yeah, I yeah, and off.
0: Elf is probably the cleanest movie he's ever did, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah.
1: I, I suppose. I mean, I forget. Yeah. He gets crazy when he sees Santa Claus like he's a big fan, right? Right. So, <laughs> you know, and I, I see it, but, I, you know, it's all right. Yeah. You know?
0: Me and my wife just
1: laugh at that movie, man. Just laugh at Will Ferrell and... The whole thing it's pretty funny. Like my kids enjoy it too. But see, this is a I think the thing I'm seeing uh, between the both of us, and we're you know the listeners know, don't know this, but we're getting to know each other when we do right. a podcast and we talk about this. But it sounds like you like kind of funny movies right. for Christmas, where I, I'm a little I guess more serious when it comes to you know, sentimental, uh, yeah, maybe like, yeah. you know uh, dramas. Uh, I like a good action movie. That's why yeah. Die Oh, diehards, <laughs> yeah. That's why diehards in there. Yeah. But uh, you know, I always love a good action movie. But the Christmas songs right. that, that we're headed now.
0: Christmas songs, yeah, yeah.
1: Which was a little bit difficult. You told me we were gonna do this. I'm yeah, saying, I'm so What are your Christmas top
0: three Christmas songs? Song.
1: I have to say, and
0: uh, you know what? Let me ask you this. Tell I'm just gonna throw this at you. Yeah. Give me your top three Christmas songs, and give me your worst Christmas song—the one that you just don't like to hear. You change the channel every time it comes on.
1: Wow. Now you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna think on that as I as I'm giving you my my top three Christmas songs. But they're all hymns. I mean, when I talk, I think a top three songs. I think that for me, Christmas has turned into something different. So I, I might have liked in my past some pop Christmas songs. I carry Yeah, or... <laughs> yeah there was some, you know, some good. Uh, some TLC. Uh... Some Christmas specials, and you know, uh, what song uh, did the guy from Santa Hampshire? Claus come to the ghetto? What, what was that Wham song that? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a whatever it is. The pop songs are gone from me now, right. and I think about Christmas hymns now. Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. Oh come, let us adore Him. You know, what? I'm gonna switch that. Oh come, let us adore Him. Is Oh come, all you faithful. Right. That's number one for me. So I'm, I'm kind of mixing up the order. But Oh come, Oh come, Emmanuel. And uh, I like Silent Night, Holy Night. That was gonna be my number one, but I'm moving it to number song? two. Okay. Uh, but uh, oh come all you faithful come let us adore him there's a, a some other ones that are in there that i that i think about um and i'm forgetting the name the title of this one but the one that says fall on your knees because there's there's some import there's some there's some importance to, right. to the to that we should fall to our knees right. uh at the uh, incarnation of our lord and savior
0: right yeah so i'll give you a chance to think on that worst one so let me drop my top three so my number three best christmas song Will have to be "Have Yourself a Merry Christmas" by Frank Sinatra. Okay, man, that song just gets me when it comes on. Man, puts me in the Christmas mood, Christmas spirit. I like a lot of the the Frank Sinatra man, the the old Christmas songs from that era. They yeah. just they sound really good, man. Put you in the Christmas mood. Number two, and I think this is the "Fall on Your Knees" one. Would be "Holy, Oh Holy Night." Oh, holy yeah, night! Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. That's it. Yeah. And my number one would be Hark the Herald Angel Sing. I like the I like when people sing that in a faster way. It's it's sung different kind of ways. So some yeah. people sing it kinda of slow. I like the what we used to call goritos, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that just kinda of reminds me of just, you know, that old church praising God with, with a guitar, you know, Hark yeah. the Herald Angel Sing. So that's probably my one. And here's my least favorite and I wanna change the channel. I wanna throw something at the radio every time it comes on because I just can't stand it. Well, coming in a close second would be this, I don't even know the name of it, man, but there's this song that comes on the radio that says there won't be snow in Africa this season or something (laughs) like that. it's always on man they play it everywhere do they know it's it's Christmas time at all all? ain't that like a big bunch of stars that sing that or something from the 80s or something Yeah. oh Oh man I don't like that song anyway but but number one and I know this might be a heresy to some because you can't criticize anything these guys do but I hate this song called wonderful Christmas time simply having a wonderful you know what I'm talking about yeah Yeah. Well, you're looking at me like you like that song no
1: no no I I tell you the pop songs are kind of gone from me yeah. um and you actually had me thinking about a few if i had to like anyone i'd like some if i had to like you know a secular christmas song which i i don't mind uh, uh i like music yeah. but i would lean more to some of the older ones uh, like, um like i'm dreaming of a white christmas yeah like some right. of the older ones yeah but which
0: one don't you like
1: though oh man you know as i was thinking about it that blue christmas that elvis did oh
0: okay have a blue christmas yeah without yeah. you it's just yeah, I, yeah. You know, It's just a downer, man. And it's a it's depressing song. Man. <laughs> it's a depressing
1: song. Why would you? It's Christmas time, man. Why? Yeah. why I'll have a blue Christmas without you. Yeah, that one I, no, a lot. I, I guess it, it's touching on the fact that you know there's a lot of people that go through Christmas uh, having a hard time with Christmas because they're missing family and friends. But I think that one was uh, because he's missing a girl, right. right? And he just seems a little silly to me. Yeah, so I didn't care for that song at all. So I like Elvis Presley though. You know, I oh, like yeah, right. I like some of his stuff. A lot of his stuff, actually. Yeah. Um, and I actually uh, listen to some of some of his gospel stuff.
0: Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah,
1: I, I got a, I got a gospel in, on my Spotify. I got a, Sometimes I'll listen to him, and some of his old hymn stuff that he did.
0: Yeah, man. So, we wanted to maybe discuss a little bit of this episode. That was kind of just little little banner there, Christmas banner. Discussing some of our traditions and songs and favorites, and I'm sure we can go a lot longer on that. But one thing we did want to talk about in this episode, so me and you are in a a Facebook group called uh, the Reformed Latinos. So if anybody from that group, you know, listens to that, shout out what's going on. You know, love you guys. But it seems like there was a stir. There's been a stir around um, Christmas, you yeah. know, and celebrating Christmas being uh, that as Protestants. As uh, reformed uh, evangelicals and so forth, there's just one of these, it's a bit of a controversy, I guess, because there's some people that say we shouldn't celebrate Christmas, that believers shouldn't be participating in anything like Christmas because, uh, for a few different reasons. Uh, Number one would be, uh, I guess, that it is a, a violation of what we call the regulative principle of worship. So we'll we'll spin a topic. That's a good topic to talk about the the RPW, Regulative yep. Principle of Worship. But just uh, very briefly, and to summarize, that's just means the way we worship God, and uh, we should only be worshiping God the way the Scripture tells us to worship God, It prescribes us to worship God. Anything outside of that is uh, what many would call strange fire, right? Right. So celebrating Christmas is not a mandate in Scripture. Uh, nowhere are we told to celebrate the birth of Christ. So people take issue with that. Uh, we're violating the way God told us to worship Him. Uh, I guess another one would be some the pagan pagan roots, and, and we'll get into that. But that's that's the thing going on, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, when I saw the controversy, and you know, we were going to that page and seeing all the arguments that were going on about it, I was was struck a little bit because, well, for me, we've talked about this on separate on other episodes, but being an evangelist, I find that if I go on the streets. At this particular time, in this uh, particular season, it's easy to strike up a conversation with someone and just ask the question, hey, what's Christmas mean to you? And so to me, it's an effective use of, of the season to be able to get into a, a gospel conversation. I think more about the incarnation in this Christmas time than I maybe do throughout the rest of the year. I, I think the incarnation is something that we shouldn't lose sight of. What other the time of the year do we talk more about the Incarnation of Christ right uh, when it becomes contra- controversial that way. So for me, I in particular thought, what's the struggle? you know but I did start reading and I do understand some of the you know some of what they're talking about when it comes to the regular principle, the way we worship, right Maybe you know when we talk about changing service, you know changing the the order of service the way we do it normally every Lord's day, just because it's Christmas time. Would be, would yeah, be, would a be valid advantage. argument, right? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. I mean, so, uh, we shouldn't, we shouldn't change the way we do things in church just because of a holiday, right?
0: So no, uh, Mary and Joseph riding on a donkey inside Sunday morning service. <laughs> no, <I can't. laughs> yeah, right, but man. You know, yeah, and I'm with you, man. And you know, just to. To lay it all out there, man, to be transparent, we know that Christ was not born on December 25th, right? We know that. Right. Hey, man, when I have a birthday on a Wednesday, I celebrate it on the weekend because I work. You know what I mean? So that doesn't mean that we... Can't celebrate it because I wasn't born on the weekend, and you know, it doesn't mean we can't celebrate Christ's birth, but and we know there's some origins in paganism, the whole date surrounding December 25th. It goes back to the time around Christ, where some of the Roman cultures were celebrating, it's called uh, Saturnalia, which honored the uh, god uh, of Saturn. It was celebrated somewhere in between December 17th through. December the 24th. And then later on came the celebration of Sol Invictus, which means unconquered sun. And that is associated with what's called the winter solstice. A lot of people are familiar with that. And that was observed on December 25th, which is funny, man, the winter solstice. I had never heard of that until a few years back when a coworker of mine, and actually uh, we both know this coworker, I'm not going to mention her name, Okay. Uh, but uh, she had said one time she was sending her grandson a solstice gift. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and she's like, "Oh uh, my! Uh, my children don't celebrate Christmas; they celebrate solstice." I'm like, "All right, you know, uh, yeah. to each his own, I guess." Yeah, so it was it was pretty interesting. So yeah, so that's that's the deal surrounding when people talk about the pagan roots. But eventually, you know, the Christian Church decided to kind of replace those that paganism celebration. Yeah. Uh, so they started coming up with ways to celebrate things other than pagan gods. And one of the things they came up with just is just to celebrate the birth of Christ. So it was more of a kind of a, a counter, you know, a counter celebration as they were celebrating some of the pagan gods. The uh, church got together and just countered that. Which we're familiar with in churches. I mean, we do things surrounding the Harvest Fest and so forth that we kind of just counter yeah. some of the secular, um, you know, Halloween or whatever. Just kind of counter that just to, to uh, you know, celebrate God. And, hey, man, solely the Gloria, right? All, yeah. all, just trying to find and give God glory through everything. But uh, we understand that, that people have have issues with that. But I just wanted to throw that out there just to to say hey we know. People like to use this as a gotcha. Yeah. Oh, I bet you didn't know that December twenty fifth was a pagan holiday. But hey, yeah. we
1: we know this stuff, you know. I, I I still I have, you know, that struggle with why it's such a controversy. Right. And you know, it's prepping for the episode uh, I actually had something I thought about that was just really funny to me. But I remember uh, uh, on the show Seinfeld, which maybe you know a little older for. Oh audience. man,
0: dude! I don't <laughs> think I've told you this, but Seinfeld is like my number one favorite show of all time. Is it, yeah, well, there I was. Love a, Seinfeld.
1: You know, um, is it uh, his dad on the show uh, yeah. was upset because you know he didn't want to do the Hanukkah and he didn't want to do the Christmas? <laughs> oh, yeah. so he, George Costanza's dad, yeah. Oh, George was yeah, it George yeah, Costanza's yeah. dad. He did a festivus for the rest festivus, of us. Yeah. Oh man, that was just the funniest episode. To which me.
0: is I think today's Festivus. Is it Festivus? Or is it tomorrow? I <laughs> uh, think The 23rd. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're
1: recording this episode a little yeah. bit earlier than That's right. Christmas That's right. Day. Well, I'm giving, it, giving that away right well, now. Well, of course, right. they, yeah. the audience probably knows that yeah. we record these at, at a separate time. But a Festivus for the rest of us. And I remember that episode, and I'm thinking, okay, so there was always this controversy even going on. But for the people that, that have this... This thing, like we shouldn't celebrate it. I not necessarily want to push back or anything like that, but I I look at it with a a few different scriptures in mind when I think about this. I I go to um, Romans 14 and I start thinking about what what it says here. I'm going to read a few of the passages in Romans 14 just to kind of get some clarity to the issue. As for the one who's weak in the faith, I'm starting in verse one of uh, chapter 14. As for the one who's weak in the faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person only eats vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord since he gives thanks to God. While the one who abstains, abstains to the honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. i want to stop right there and just say, I know who I serve, right? I know the God that I serve. I know that I am in Christ. And the thing that gets me about this particular controversy is that while it may have pagan roots and there may be a history there. That doesn't stop me from uh, honoring the the incarnation of Jesus Christ. Right. When I am thinking about Christmas, I'm thinking about Jesus.
0: Right. And you're not this, thinking about the winter solstice. You? So you're not, not <laughs> thinking about the, the pagan sun god. Uh, no, no. Right. no.
1: I, you know, and this is every day, though. I mean, I, it's not like I don't think about Jesus every single day of my life. I belong to Him. I am a Christian. And so Jesus is a, a part of my everyday life, but you know, at Christmas time, I can really hone in on the fact that He became flesh and dwelt among us. You know, that's a that's a reality for all of us all year long, but at Christmas time, it really seems like a, a, I can really bring this out to people, especially when I'm witness, uh, witnessing to people and talking to people about Jesus on the street.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the deal. You know, we're not saying that this is a must. That you have to celebrate Christmas if you're a Christian and so forth. We understand that some people might feel that this is violating their conscience uh, if they're celebrating christmas they they might feel that they are not doing it in faith and so forth. We understand that, but again, like you like you said, uh, like you read there in that scripture, you know don't don't quarrel over these controversies, right yeah you know why why are we quarreling over over these controversies? I mean, it's just one of those things it, it's kind of kind of strange that we are
1: quarreling over this this issue. It, it, yeah. it, it gets me, and I think one of the things I go to, because I think of this, I'm going to read one more scripture. Ephesians 5, starting in verse 15, just 15 and 16 say this, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. The reason I, I read that scripture is because uh, we, we need to make the best use of the season at hand. Right? right. These days that are that are by the whole world. I mean, by by American standards, anyway, the commercialism that goes on here. There's people that are thinking about Christmas. This is the season where it's okay to be Christian, right? <laughs> right? And so, for uh, most of the year, you're looked at uh, and you're looked down on, and this, that, and the other. But at Christmas time, it, it's okay to be Christian, right? And so, for me, it's easier for me to open up a conversation and redeem the time, make the best use of the time. I'm I'm going to make the best use of this season for the glory of God, right? And I think that's the thing that I, that I really kind of hone in on. Why are we having the controversy in the first place when we can make the best use of this season?
0: Right. I do understand why some people would not like to celebrate it. If it violates their conscience, that's where I want to go to in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 4. Paul's talking about food sacrifice to idols. Yeah. And he says, uh, so then about eating food sacrificed to idols, we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world and that there is no God but one. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords, he sends that tongue in cheek. Yet for us, there is but one God, the father from whom all things came and whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things come and through whom we live. But not everyone possesses this knowledge. Some people are still so accustomed to idols that when they eat sacrificially food, they drink of it, and having been sacrificed to a god, and since their conscience is weak, it is defiled. But food does not bring us near to God. We are no worse if we do not eat, or no better if we do. Be careful, however, that the exercise of your rights does not become a stumbling block to the weak, for if someone with a weak conscience sees you with all your knowledge eating in an idol's temple, won't that person be emboldened to eat what is sacrificed to idols. So this weak brother or sister for whom Christ died is destroyed by your knowledge. When you sin against them in the way and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if what I eat causes my brother or sister to fall into sin, I will never eat meat again so that I will not cause them to fall. What I wanted to focus on that that passage there where he says in in verse 4, we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world, and there is no God but one. We know that there is no sun God or God of Saturn. There, right. there's no, there there's is a, not. Right. There is not. There is only one God. There is only one true God. That's true. So what does it matter if we can trace the date of December 25th to a date when people were celebrating a, a God? Yeah. There is no God. There's nothing to be celebrated there. And I think this is the, the issue that Paul's is getting at here is like, you know, why are you guys making an issue of this meat that was offered to idols? There is no idols. Who cares? It's just meat. That's what it is. December twenty fifth is just a date. There is right. no pagan Saturn God. It's just a date. It is right. what it is. Right. This is it's a date that the church throughout history decided to get together and celebrate the birth of Christ. Are we commanded to celebrate the birth of Christ? No. Are we forbidden? No. And, you know, I know some people take issue with that, too, and saying that just because it's not forbidden doesn't make it right. Okay, but it's a time, like you said, it's a time when secular culture kind of stops down and allows us, I was thinking about this the other day, allows the church to kind of troll them for about a month and a half. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's what it is, man. You know, people are not thinking around this time. People are not thinking about the Saturn guy. They're thinking about, I mean, all you see everywhere is, you know, manger scenes and so forth. Of course, you know, we live in a secular culture that's kind of trying to hide that and diminish that. But it's like you said, it's just a perfect time to to share your faith.
1: I think um, just going back to what we were reading in Romans and and pairing it up with what you're reading here. um, For those guys that, that are pushing against Christmas and have the controversy and are convinced in their mind that it is something they should not celebrate. We love you. Yes, we love you. Um, the, the fact of the matter is that I'm going to celebrate Christmas with my family because it gives me an opportunity to be with my family and share the gospel with my family. Those that are convinced in your minds that you should not be celebrating Christmas, if you're in Christ, you're my brother. Right. You're my brother. And so I am, I am fully convinced in my mind right. that I am allowed to get together with my family and talk about the incarnation of Jesus Christ. And, and
0: if any, anything's going to push you to more appreciation, adoration, worship, to Christ. There's nothing wrong with that, man. You know, around this time of year, you know, we're doing it with our kids, around this time of year, man, families all across the world they do advent reading. Uh, leading up to the coming of Christ or the, the birth of Christ. And yeah. they spend time focusing on, of course, it's not just a birthday. It's not a birthday. We know that. Right. You know, it's the incarnation. God yeah. came down with us. Emmanuel, right? God yeah. with us. He came to us to, to bridge that gap between us and God, a holy God, right? Yeah. He came in the flesh to accomplish what we couldn't accomplish in our flesh. Yeah. You know, he came to live the life that we could not live. He came to die the death that we deserve to die, and that should be a cause for celebration. It should.
1: Know? Piggybacking off of that, right. I want to read my last bit of scripture that, mm-hmm. I, that I wanted to bring to the table here. Uh, and this is John 1. Mm-hmm. And actually, a uh, pastor preached on this last Sunday. I'm stealing it from him, so you know, he <laughs> can't have this back. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this. This is starting in verse 1. I'm going to read verse through 1 through 5 and then 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Moving down to verse 14, it says this, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, Hmm. and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son, from the Father, full of grace and truth. And to whoever is listening that still... Uh, sitting there going oh it's the baby jesus time i gotta tell you this is telling us that he is eternal Mm -hmm. it wasn't you know yes he was born of a virgin he was born of the virgin mary but he is eternal from all eternity the word became flesh put on skin some theologians call it the humiliation of christ Mm -hmm. he humbled himself to put on skin become a man and come down here to save His people Mm. From their sins And so this is something We should look at And say Wow What God So amazing Would put on skin For me Come down here Mm -hmm. Live a hard life We know it's a hard life Mm -hmm. To put on skin And and live in this life We know it's a difficult life And then To have that flesh Beaten Ripped apart Spit upon And hung on a cross So that sinners Might be redeemed To the Father Might be reconciled Back to the Father is an amazing thing. Yes. So, at the incarnation, we should focus on that. At this season, that that secular world allows us to start looking at this, right. we should proclaim it from the rooftops. Yes. We should say, "Christ came, mm-hmm. right?" And I and I don't want to I don't want to not focus on the fact that He's coming again. That's right. Right. Yeah. So, this is these, these are the two things that yeah. we should focus on. Right.
0: We celebrate His Advent, and we're wait, we're waiting and for a second Advent, right? Yes. You know, before we close. There's so much more we can say on this topic, man. But before we close, I just want to give a loving exhortation to those who, who celebrate Christmas without focusing on Christ and the Incarnation. All across the world, man, I know, I'm sure you have it in your family. I have it in my family. We see people make such a big deal about this thing that have no desire to have a relationship with Jesus. They, they focus so much around this time, around this day. They spend so much money. They party it up. They live it up. Like it's such a great celebration. And I'm sitting here thinking, what are they celebrating? What are they celebrating? They truly have no reason to celebrate. If you have not turned to Christ for salvation, then you have no reason to celebrate. This is it's pretty much a pagan holiday to you. Pretty much. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, time off it's just a time off from work. It doesn't mean nothing to you. And this is why it's so special to us. Yes. This is why it's so special to yes. believers. Because it's not just a day off. It's not just a time to sit around and watch uh, you know, Christmas movies and enjoy eggnog and hot chocolate and all that. I mean, all that is wonderful. All that is a beautiful gift from God. But the main thing is that we are celebrating the fact that our Savior came to seek us sinners who were lost. Yeah. He came down from heaven. He stepped down from his heavenly throne to save a person like me amen. and that is cause for celebration
1: amen, amen. before we sign off i'm mm-hmm. thinking about this last night at the christmas party i said something about what christmas is all about and caressa your daughter mm-hmm. come by and says christmas is about jesus mm-hmm. and yeah. i thought you know she's right mm-hmm. she's right so a lot of times we get we get too sidetracked by by different things let's focus on christ That's right. Let's focus on him. That's right.
0: Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this Christmas special, this Christmas episode. (laughs) Uh, You know, tune in next week. We'll be having another... Interesting topic. Yes. Yeah. Tune in, guys. So tell a friend. Tell a friend to check us out. You know, you guys can check us out, too, online at uh, www.thesolacast.com. Drop us a message if you got anything to say, anything to add, any questions, any pushbacks, whatever. Feel free to uh, give us a shout. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Sola underscore cast. Yeah. You got it. I'm at Los Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And I'm, Chris. yeah, at C Hernandez 214 C yeah. Hernandez 214 Don't
1: forget about the church.
0: Yeah. Ecclesiachurch.org. Yeah. Join us every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. We're right there at 1819 Singleton
1: Boulevard. Right. And uh, one more thing. Guys, if you like this podcast, subscribe, mm-hmm. share, tell some people about it. Right. right. Well, we're trying to get some more people. So, yeah. Until okay. next time. Let's get to the meeting. Oh, come ye faithful, joyful and dry.